Hello, Mom Tandy. Good How are you, ma? Fine, thanks. And you? I'm fine, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. From who? Uh, you are 40 today, I believe. 40? Yes. Plus. Plus? 20. 40 plus 20? Yes. Are you sure, Mom Tandy? I'm definitely sure. Definitely sure. Well, I'll tell you what. I have an SMS. You live on Radio Veritas Catholic Radio Station. What? You're on the radio. Which one? Radio Veritas Catholic Radio. Ah. And uh, the message says, uh, Happy birthday for Tandi Manzini, who turns 60 today. Take a deep breath. Inhale all the love and goodness of God. Exhale tears, fears, and all the worries. Then S M I L E. S M. Happy birthday, Mam Tandi. And that's my question to you. Who do you think that's from? I don't know. Okay, I'll give you three chances. Who comes to your mind first? Uh, my daughter. Okay, if it's not your daughter. A friend. Okay, your friend, uh, what's her name? Mm, I can't guess, you know. <laughs> You're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't. Well, uh, this message comes from Nom Sasil. Thank you. From Nom Sasil. Yes. That's why I'm saying a friend. Okay, well, uh, that's why I said, what's her name? <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. And so, what do you want to say to Nomsa Ma? I want to say, Nomsa, thank you, my friend. I love you so much. May God bless you. Because she's never forgetting me every time. She's been there for me every time. She doesn't forget about me. Everything. Where do you go to church, by the way? African Gospel Church. Where? In Pimville. Oh, in Pimville. Oh, our, nice. our church is in, is in Orlando. Yes. Next to, yes. Next to Orlando Stadium. Okay. And yes. so, Mam Tandi, today we say to you, Happy birthday, Mam Tandi. Thank you. And Thank so, you so much. I love you all. We and say, God bless you. Heep, And you say, Hooray. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good one, Mom Daddy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you, man. Thank you.
Cry, a smile, a dance. This is Judith Supuma on Radio Veritas 576M, especially for Metandi Manzini, who's turning 60 today. Beautiful indeed. She's out uh, in Pimville, uh, Soweto. Also celebrating today is uh, Ma Magdalene, and uh, I'm not sure where she is, and uh, hopefully uh, she will uh, pick up the phone and let's see what she's up to. And uh, just to let you know, Lali Kahlo, I've been trying me, Mary Lobanki more and I can't get through. So just so you know, it's voicemail light. So not even able to leave a message for her there. Hello. Hi, me Magdalene. How are you? Kitting. Kitting. Radio Veritas. Okay. Me Magdalene, can you get a cricket? I can cathedral. Cathedral, is a king. Hey, Batung, Oshome. Nagut Lebar fifty two. Hey, um, can it can let you want a loss alimonian? Who to me, Magdalene, Molazoku for money more radio veritas mona, Osia Lemoyan Haribuachinam. Or happy birthday to Ma Magdalene. May Lord Jesus Christ bless you with many years to come. Gibonga uku ngikulisa nam gibe umama kuleminyaka 25 years. Ngisemhlanganweni wenhliziyo eyinxwele xwe kajesu. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mom Magdalene. Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> Hoche <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> 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 So, it is a real good Yabonga,
exactly half past one on Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. on Soft Options. This program is brought to you by Focus on the Family Africa. There's a very special gift that men and women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s have to offer the people they come in contact with. I'm Dr. James Dobson with Focus on the Family. That gift is wisdom, gleaned from years of experience. It's wisdom that can encourage and build up and offer hope in troubled times. In days gone by, extended families lived together in the same house, young and old alike. People were able to get fresh perspectives just by hashing out the events of the day at the dinner table. But in today's mobile society, most of us live away from our families, and this valuable interaction between generations is lacking. If you're getting up in years, I'd urge you to find someone younger in your life that you could befriend. That frustrated young mother of a toddler down the street might love to have an older woman come by for coffee to listen and to say, that's normal. I remember when I felt just that way. The young man in the office down the hall needs to hear from someone older and wiser. You're doing a good job. Keep up the good work. If you're younger, seek out someone older and wiser at work or in your neighborhood or at church and ask for their advice. You'll find that wisdom is a precious gift, and sharing it benefits both the giver and the receiver. This is Dr. James Dobson with Focus on the Family. This program was brought to you by Focus on the Family Africa. Call us for more information on 031-716-3300 or log on to our website at safamily.co.za. Hello, Man Johanna. Hi. How are you today? Mm-mm. I'm good. Okay, so why do you start with mm-mm? <laughs> no, I think it's I'm fine. It's just that I'm busy. Eh? Oh, okay. I wish I wasn't that busy. Are you busy turning 44? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you at work? Yeah, I am at work. What, what do you do? Ah, oh, merchandising. What do you do? Merchandising. Or oh, merchandising? What? What? What yeah. merchandise? I, we do many stores. We do clicks, uh, checkers, discam, pick and pay. It's one of my stores that I'm going throughout the day. Oh wow! Yeah. That sounds exciting. It's not. <laughs> it's tiring. It's tiring. From one to another, yes. Hey, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> because you must run around, make sure you're there. But, but you love what you do, right? Yeah, if you don't, then you get more tired. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. So you just have mm. to, you just have to be committed to doing it and mm. doing it perfectly. Yeah, sure. Now, uh, Johanna, I have a message for you, by the way. I just happen to know that you're turning 44. That's all I know. Everything oh. else everything else, you might want to tell me about yourself. <laughs> nothing more. What do you that mean, I'm, nothing more? That I'm growing up and okay. I'm reaching that, that age. That's all I can say. Maybe then let me ask you a few questions. What have been the highlights in these last 44 years of your life? Mm, not much. It's very me and my kids and my mom. We've been in a difficult situation, see? Uh-huh. So there's I... a difficult thing that uh, we ever come across. So, 
I just am saying whatever it is now, I'm grateful that I'm still alive. That you, that's and exactly. And I can still yes. pull on on this what I've gone through. Yes. Yeah. And your kids are how old? My first one is twenty. Mm-hmm. The second one is eighteen. Eighteen. And the third yes. one is thirteen. Yeah. 18, yeah. 20, mm, 18, 15. Of course, boys, yeah. All boys. All boys. Are ah, you protected, Moss? You have. You think so? <laughs> they are very lazy. <laughs> Soldiers protecting you. <laughs> yeah, no, they are lazy. Maybe they won't protect me. Oh. No, 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 I'm sure they will. They're like the Swiss guards. You know, one, you look at them and they're just standing there and they're not doing mm-hmm. anything, but uh, their job is to protect, <laughs> you see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Man Johan, I have a message for you, by the way. You are okay. you are live on Radio Veritas, by the way. Is it? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and my message, or this message that I received via email, says, uh, may you please wish Mani Johan a happy 44th birthday. This is our message to her. We all appreciate her patience and love she has given us. We ask that God will bless her and extend her days here on earth. We all love her very much, and she is such a strong single mother. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And that's not all. They say we are grateful to have you in our lives, Mani. May Mm. God bless you today. Any idea who this message could be from? Uh, My sister. Okay. Who's your sister? Samantha. Samantha. Yes. Okay. If it's not from Samantha, who could it be? Uh, I just wish Michelle. Michelle, well, it says from Ausimpo. Ah, <laughs> yes, that's Ta- my name. Tato, oh, Donovan, Tepang, Nkati, and Michelle. Kateko, right. yes. oh, th- tell them I love them so much. Thank you very much for sending this lovely message for me. They make me cheerful, eh? And that's not all. They said I must then say to you, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so I really enjoy this day. And now let's see. When we say to you, Mani Johanna, hip hip, you say Hooray <laughs> Have a great one. And uh, we will speak to you soon when you turn forty five. You'll still be standing yes. strong. <laughs> yes, I'll still be alive. Have a Do great one. <laughs> God bless you.
Francis initiated a year of mercy with the theme Merciful Like the Father. The Family Year Planner for 2016 has as its overall theme the Year of Mercy and the Family, Building Homes of Merciful Love. Every month there is a family-related theme, so see, read and share on the reflections on all of those themes. The calendars, Balfour Bulk Prices, are only 350 Rand for 100 calendars. 
Individual selling price, five rand each. Visit www.marfam.org.za 082-552-1275. Email me on info at marfam.org.za. It's worth it to be merciful like the Father. And so let's see if we can raise the shimi party. Let's see where this takes us here. Can you leave your message? Thank you. Please leave your message after the tone and then press the hash key. Hi, Shimi. This is Khanya from Radio Veritas and uh, calling you live on the radio. You know why. And I see you switched off your phone, both of your phones today. <laughs> Here's your message. Listen to this. Hey. And so, Shimi, that's uh, the message uh, from your mom, Merosalia Pate. I hope uh, you have a great one. And so, that was Shimi Pate. And as you can hear, Something is going on there in uh, the recording of the messages. So the music and so on uh, really going through uh, to it. Uh, we will be trying to fix that. So as a result, uh, I'm not taking calls then for birthday wishes. I'm not uh, taking them and recording them off air because, you know, that's basically what uh, will be happening. You hear more of the music than uh, the voice actually wishing uh, that person a happy birthday. Let's see if we can raise Ntlantlamsomi. I'm going to try you on your other number, calling you live on the radio to wish you a happy birthday. So uh, I think let's try the second number that we've been given and uh, let's see, just like she, me. Uh, who has two numbers? Ntlantla Liena on a little baby. To copy this tune, press one. Hello, it's me. Hello. Hi, Ntlantla Msomi, how are you? Oh, Shastig. Aha, you are a member of the Sacred Heart Sodality. Ageko. Oh, oh, Puntland. Again. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, ma. Okay, so, Mam Theodora, as you can hear, says Busi, and nobody there to take, uh, well, there is somebody, but, uh, Ageko. 
<laughs> and your email said, I'd like to wish my cousin's sister, Ntlantlamsomi, uh, a member of the Secret Heart Sodality, all the way from Ladysmith, a very happy birthday for today. Please say to her, friends can betray you, spouses can divorce you, bosses can fire you, and colleagues can insult you, but I'm lucky to have a cousin like you who will always be by my side. Happy birthday. And uh, the song you requested for her is in Jesu by Amatkawe, a sacred heart. And uh, that's basically the song we played earlier today for Memachdalin. Okay, I see also somebody, Mamtsita, celebrating her birthday tomorrow. So tomorrow, we do tomorrow's things tomorrow. Let's quickly speak to somebody by the name of Nozi Po. Nozi Po, I believe, is at the parish of St. Daniel Comboni. In Mamelodi, no, she's at St. Mary's in Mamelodi. But let's quickly speak to Hongwe. I think that's the name. Hello. Hey, how's it? All right, and you? Fine, thank you. Is this Hongwe? Sorry. Who am I speaking to? Ruben. Oh, Ruben. Ruben. Hey, how's it, Ruben? Ryan and you. Happy birthday, Ruben. Yeah, thank you very much. You don't sound like you, you know, you're celebrating. What's going on, Ruben? Uh, I'm on the road. I'm driving. Okay, so you can celebrate while you're driving. What's wrong? <laughs> uh, I'm not celebrating because of I'm at work. So? Sorry? People celebrate even when they're at work, so, uh, Ruben. No, I can't celebrate it nicely because, you know, if you are at work, you are not free to do everything. Oh, how do you want to yeah. celebrate, Ruben? Today. Yeah, how do you want to celebrate? No, maybe if I get to something which is called. Oh, something to something which is called. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. And how yeah. young, how young are you today? Sorry? How young are you today? Today. You said eight years. Three eight? Yes. Are you sure, Ruben? I thought you were 78. Sorry? I thought you were 78. No, 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 no. If I became 78, now I'm old. Yeah, now you... <laughs> <laughs> and, and where do you stay, by the way? Bronco Spread. Bronco Spread. Yes. Where do you go to church? Yes. Zitobeni. Zitobeni. Yes. Okay. Listen to this. I have a message for you because uh, you are live on the radio, Catholic radio station in Johannesburg. Okay. And the message I have for you says, Happy Bonday, Hungwe. May God richly bless and protect you. Love you so much. Uh, thank you very much. Any idea who this message is from? Ruben? I think it's from my wife. And your wife's name is? Vinolia. Vinolia. And what's her other name? The other name? Yes. The same name or the other name? No, the other name. The other name. Bigetang. Sinkepeng. Sorry? Did you say Sinkepeng? Hey, I'm driving, so you know that I'm not, I'm not yet. 
man. No, no, that's fine. I was saying, what's her other name? The other name for her? Yes. Digete. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> message is from Teboho. Yeah, thank you. Teboho is my son. There you are. <laughs> 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 and uh, Teboho says, I must then say to you, Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday, Gentate Ruben. Happy birthday to you. And so we say, hip, hip. Ruben, you say? Okay. You say, okay. I say, hip, hip. And you say? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Have a good one. God bless you, Baba. <laughs> okay. And that's it. Uh, Ruben, all the way in uh, Broncos Sprite, a beautiful message there from his son, Teboho. Okay, so somebody by the name of uh, Bastian, I think that's the name, Bastian, uh, celebrating today. So let's see where this takes us. Let's quickly... Let's see where this takes us. Bastian celebrating his four today. Let's see how this going. This is going to pan out. Hello. Hello. Okay. How are you? Okay, and you? I'm great, thank you. Hello, mommy. Where's Bastian? Bastian is at home. Mommy is going home just now. Oh, okay. Well, when you get to Bastian, will you please just say to him, uh, in fact, before I say this, what have you done for him for his birthday today? What have I done for him for his birthday? I'm running around trying to organize his little party. I got a jumping castle being set up at home. I had to run to work for a silly meeting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> rushing back home now. Okay, this so... This is Kanye. I know <laughs> So the party oh, is so today, sweet. right? Yeah. <laughs> ah, great. Ah, great. And so the message I, uh, I have here says Bastion is four today. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, what a ride. What a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and it says it will be great if you could please phone him and, well, phone his mom. And will you please say to him, <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bastian. That is so sweet. Your call has been placed on hold. Please wait. Thank you so much, Kanya. And you're welcome. And so we say, heep, heep. And you say, mommy. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah. And what's this? Who's this message from? My mom, my dad. It is, yes. <laughs> what do you want to say Thank to mommy so and daddy? Much. Oh, so sweet. Thank you so much. And so, please uh, keep some cake for us. 
I'll do so. I'll do so. I'll take a pic and I'll send it on your to your email. <laughs> great. <laughs> Have a awesome. great one, mommy. Awesome. God bless. <laughs> Thank you so much. Enjoy. And so there we are, Bastian celebrating his fourth uh, birthday today. Uh, obviously, not uh, can't speak on the phone yet, but uh, in fact, I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can. Not at home yet. Mummy is still out and about trying to organize Bastian's party. Mankind is a great and immense family. This is proof of what we feel in our hearts at Christmas. Pope John 22. Bring your family to experience Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and the Gifted Folks, a musical and sound of talented classical crossover singers, songwriters, and instrumentalists, finally selected for the amazing natural gifts. At Our Lady of Cedars Parish, Woodmead Centen, on the 11th December 2015. This will be at 7 p.m. and will cost you 100 rand for adults and 50 rand for children. For more information, contact Mahati Butalezi on 011 663-4700 That Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and Gifted Folks on the 11th of December at Our Lady of Cedars Parish, Woodmead. Get your tickets right now from Radio Veritas. Uh, speak to Mahadi 011-663-4700 or email her Mahadi M-A-H-A-D-I at radioveritas.co.za and so let's quickly try and see if we can speak to Nozi Po at St. Mary's in Mamelodi okay let's try this again Let's see if we'll raise her. Welcome to voicemail. Why don't you leave a voice or fax message after the tone? Hi, Nozipo. Khanya from Radio Veritas calling you live on the radio. And that's because I received an SMS here that says, please wish a friend of mine who celebrated her birthday yesterday. Her name is Nozipo. It's at Mary's Mamelodi. May the great Lord bless her with many more to come. And this is from Mpo Chweni. So, happy birthday, dear Nozipo. Happy birthday to you. Yep, yep. That's exactly what it is. Have a good one. God bless.
Veritas. Truth. The voyage of discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. News headlines are two. Cardinal says opening doors to intercommunion will promote profanation. Vatilix trial postponed for a week. And in local news, scores injured after St. Julian substation explodes. Good afternoon. I'm Simbarashe Honde. Catholic World News has reported that Cardinal Robert Serra, the prefect of the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments, has warned that the reception of Holy Communion by Protestants, apart from very exceptional circumstances, would promote profanation of the Blessed Sacrament. The prelate made the remarks in an interview two weeks after a Lutheran woman had asked Pope Francis why she cannot receive Holy Communion, to which Pope Francis had responded saying, he would never dare give permission to do this as it is not his competence. The Holy Father continued saying, one baptism, one Lord, one faith. Speak with the Lord and go ahead. I dare not say any more. However, Cardinal Serres emphasized that receiving communion is not a personal desire or a personal dialogue with Jesus that determines if one can receive communion in the Catholic Church. The Vatican has released the, Vat- the prayer intentions of Pope Francis for December 2015. The Pope's universal intention is that all may experience the mercy of God who never tires of forgiving. His intention for evangelization is that families, especially those who suffer, may find in the birth of Jesus a sign of certain hope. The Vatican trial of two Italian journalists, a Spanish Monsignor, and two others was postponed yesterday for a week after the court allowed one of the defendants to change lawyers and have more time to prepare the case. Monsignor Vallejo Balda, Miss Francesca Choco, and Miss Nicola Mayo are accused of forming an organized criminal association with the aim of committing several illegal acts of divulging news and documents concerning fundamental interests of the Holy See and the Vatican city-state. The journalists Filipaldi and Nuzi are accused of soliciting and exercising pressure, especially on the Monsignor, in order to obtain confidential documents and news, which they then used for their books. Under the Vatican Criminal Code, it is a crime to take, distribute and publish confidential documents. News 24 is reporting that up to 60 people were injured when a substation near Pine Dean train station in St. Julian exploded this morning. ER24 spokesperson Peter Rousseau says initial reports indicated it was a train crash, but this was incorrect. According to ER24, there are There were no serious injuries and most of those hurt were treated on the scene by various emergency services before being transported to various hospitals. The cause of the accident is unknown and other authorities are on the scene for investigation. 
Financial indicators for this afternoon. The rand is trading at 1441 to the dollar, 2175 to the pound, 1526 to the euro. Gold is $1,069.35 an ounce, and Brent crude oil is trading at $44.71 a barrel. Your next news bulletin will be at 4 o'clock.
and fly to Jesus. Fly to Jesus. Fly to Jesus. And
Ujesuam, Jara Celebration, and before that, Come to Jesus, Chris Rice, two songs that just remind us that uh, there is no name above uh, this name, the name of Jesus. And uh, also, when you do, it doesn't matter what it is that's going on in your life, come to Jesus, dance for Jesus, sing for Jesus. And that's uh, really what it is. And today, as uh, we commemorate and celebrate uh, World AIDS Day, we also would like to think about those uh, who've gone before us uh, through this uh, HIV AIDS and uh, also those that are affected by it, uh, those uh, whose, um, uh, whose lives have been affected uh, by uh, perhaps uh, the dying, the passing of a loved one who uh, uh, succumbed to uh, HIV AIDS. And so we'll be remembering them in a short while. So time for a fun quiz, though, for this hour. And the question is, listen to this. In 2007, what percentage of people needing HIV treatment in lower middle income countries received it? Is it 22%, 31% or 51%? What do you think the correct answer is? Eight years ago in 2007, what percentage of people needing HIV treatment in lower or middle income countries, middle income countries received it? Is it A, 22, B, 31% or C, 51%? What do you think? 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial. In 2007, what percentage of people needing HIV treatment in lower and middle income countries received it? Is it A, 22%, B, 31%, or C, 51%? What do you think? 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial here on Soft Options, the show that's more than a cheer on top. Did you know that every month 55 million people go on the internet and search the word God? And every month 17 million people search the word love. That's because God is love. But you knew that. That's why you listen to Radio Veritas. The good news for a change. And so that's our question. In 2007, what percentage of people needing HIV treatment in lower and middle income countries received it? What do you think? Is it 22%? Is it 31%? Or C, 51%? 011-452-7115. And so while you think about that, uh, please remember that uh, from uh, today, the 1st of December, Friends of St. Francis Care Center inviting you to join their Christmas project. And uh, it's called uh, Remembering You. And they say here, as we enter the festive season, we all remember a loved one who is no longer with us. Please uh, make a financial donation and dedicate it to that loved one this Christmas. All proceeds will benefit persons suffering from life-threatening and life-limiting illnesses as well as often and vulnerable children in the Rainbow Cottage at St. Francis Care Centre. And so they say, please donate 20 rand, 50 rand, 100 rand, whatever you think you can afford. 
at the Standard Bank K90 Center, and the name is San Francis Care Center. Account 220-938-245. That's Standard Bank K90 Center. Account number 220-938-245. For more information, speak to Cynthia at San Francis Care Center, 011-894-4151. That's 011-894-4151. In 2007, what percentage of people needing HIV treatment in lower and middle income countries received it? Do you think it's A, 22%, B, 31%, or C, 51%? That's the number to dial. And so you know that uh, 10 days from now, Radio Veritas, in partnership with Gifted Folks or the other way around, wishing you to invite you to a Christmas carol concert at Our Lady of Cedars Parish in Woodmead. That's on the 11th of December at 7 p.m. 100 rand for adults and 50 rand for children gets you in. Alternatively, join us on the 16th of December at St. Jerome Croatian Catholic Church in Houghton, on the 16th of December, public holiday at 3 p.m. And uh, for more information, uh, speak to Mahadi Butelezi here at Radio Veritas. Get your tickets at uh, 011-663-4700. That's 011-663-4700. Or you can email her, mahadi at radioveritas.co.za. That's mahadi at radioveritas.co.za. I know that uh, today at uh, Blessed Isidore Bakanja Parish in Proteat Land, they've had uh, a little workshop on uh, substance abuse and gender-based uh, violence. I really hope uh, that's uh, gone well. 18 minutes after 2 o'clock on Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. And so let's see if we have an, if we have an answer. Hello, you're on the radio. Hello, Fania. Hello, Fatima. How are you, my dear? I'm great, thank you. How are you, Fatima? I'm, uh, I'm very well, thank you. You know, it's, uh, it's my, my birthday month. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, it's not today. Today's another friend, and on the third is my sister-in-law, and I'm on the sixth on Sunday. Oh, I yes. I can't talk to you on my birthday. Oh, it's I'll... okay. Well, well, we'll try and speak <laughs> and, to you on Monday. And I'm turning uh, a very special birthday this year. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's my seventieth. I know, but you and, uh, know, <laughs> it's 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 going to be something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, on the, on the contrary, I'm not I call, I'm not selling. I'm we going to a family reunion in um, in Joburg to my cousins. I've got a cousin in uh, in California, and he's coming out, and he hasn't seen us for a couple of years, and he's only going to be that weekend. Yeah. So, but I don't mind. Uh, well, my daughter gave me a surprise birthday already in London a month before, so I've had my birthday treat already. Uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but... Hania, I've got a friend. Her name is Gloria. Okay. Just, yeah. Her cell number is 072 mm-hmm. 4711. Mm hmm. 
And what do you want to say to her, Fatima? Um, the, my dear friend Gloria, I know that we haven't been uh, very close and we haven't seen each other in a couple of, because we were away for a couple of months. But uh, I know it's your birthday today and I, I want to wish you everything of the best with God's richest blessings together with, with your husband and your children and your grandchildren. All my love. Daniel, Fatima and Daniel. And you're going to sing for her. I'm not going to sing. Okay, well, at least I'll say hip hip and you will say... <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Thank you very much, Fatima. Okay, Khania, whenever I got a chance, I still want to take my husband there to... to uh, but it's going to happen, I don't know when. Okay, Sometimes well... In the, in the new year. We'll, we'll wait. We'll yes, wait. Yes, and uh, I know that... Uh, you always in my thoughts, and and you and keep up the good work. Huh? Oh, thank you very much, Fatima. Okay, Khania. God, God bless. bless huh? And I'll uh, I'll find you in, uh, the day after tomorrow for my sister-in-law. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Khania. Thank God you. Bless, God huh? bless. Love you lots. Huh? Love you too. Okay, bye. A forcinha está sozinha, a vera morta próxima. Sacrifícios aumentados redobram nosso parecer. Tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho. Chorando da alegria passageira Com a promessa da conversa dos homens da nossa terra Tem uma lágrima no canto do olho 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 Velhos outrora respeitados Era assim nos outros tempos Hoje amizade e família são manobrados pelo contexto Olhos castiços embaciados, olhos vorazes comendo tudo, olhos doentes empobrecidos, olhos molhados emancipados. Tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho, tem uma lágrima no canto do olho.
Ela sozinha ver a morte aproximar Sacrifícios aumentados redobram nosso padecer Tem uma lágrima no canto do olho 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 Se um dia mais, se um dia ao menos pudessem ver e ter Na corrida para o poder, primeiro pão para se comer Tem uma lágrima no canto do olho Bonga from the African Connection put together by Richard Nwamba here on Radio Veritas, uh, 576M. Soft Options, uh, the show that's uh, more than a show on top. And you know that uh, on uh, Sunday, of course, uh, Saturday and Sunday, it's all uh, happening at Sefako Mahatu uh, Science and Health University or Health and Science University where Catholic choirs are getting together for this Interdaz and Church Choirs Music Association Festival. And uh, it will start at 9 o'clock on both days. And uh, tickets are available at only 50 rand uh, for each day. And uh, so all the choirs from uh, the Southern African, uh, Southern African uh, Catholic region will be there including uh, choirs from Uganda and uh, Swaziland as well. So we look forward to that. It's going to be a great celebration. It's the finals, and uh, we uh, we know that uh, the standard is really, really high at, uh, these, uh, at this festival. So if you are into choirs and you'd like to hear good Catholic uh, choirs singing, then uh, join us at uh, the Interdiocesan Catholic Church Choirs Music Association Festival this weekend, Sefako Mahatu Health and Science University in Harangua, Pretoria. For more information, speak to Clement Menyoko, and the number is 082-968-0600. That's 082-968-0600. This week is also that week uh, where the Mini World Youth Day is happening at Don Bosco Center. It's starting on Thursday already uh, with arrivals at about 6 p.m. on uh, Thursday. And uh, Friday is uh, full of uh, uh, all sorts of things, uh, presentations and all sorts of things. Uh, And, of course, uh, they were expecting 2,000 young people to be at this Mini World Youth Day. It sounds like it's going to be fun. It's going to be a weekend of learning, a weekend of getting to know fellow Catholics, uh, fellow young people, and so on. It's going to be great indeed. All the bishops, or at least most of the bishops, uh, will be there. I know the very first Mass will be celebrated by Archbishop Buti Tachale, and uh, we are broadcasting that live. Uh, so, you know, it's on Friday at 4 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. Uh, that's when we will broadcast live that Mass, the opening Mass of World Mini World Youth Day, at, uh, at Don Bosco Center. And of course, uh, uh, as I say, it will be between 4 o'clock and about 6 o'clock, uh, the opening mass. We'll uh, record other events that will be happening, which we'll play at a later stage as well. So that's uh, going to be something there. If your child is going, please uh, make sure you give them enough uh, uh, you, not, you you give them enough uh, uh, not to carry with them uh, and not too much <laughs> if that uh, makes uh, sense and uh, of course uh, they will be coming back uh, perhaps uh, renewed uh, having met uh, other people uh, like-minded uh, Catholics like-minded uh, young people and uh, who knows it might even 
uh, change their life. It might even improve uh, their faith in uh, many ways. So that's from the 3rd to the 6th of December. I think if you haven't registered your child or if you haven't registered yourself, you might be a little too late. I might be wrong, but um, get in touch with your diocesan youth office. Alternatively, you can call the uh, you can call the National Youth Office and uh, speak to Father Mtembeni Lamini, and his number is 012-323-6458. That's at the SACBC offices, and the number is 012-323-6458. Today is, uh, of course, uh, the... Uh, it's the 1st of December in exactly seven days' time. That's when we'll be launching the Year of Messi uh, with uh, Pope uh, Francis. And uh, this will run until the 20th of November 2016. And so here at Radio Veritas, we have been uh, running, at least yesterday, we opened uh, that uh, where we look at uh, the works of mercy, the seven corporal works of mercy and uh, the seven uh, spiritual works of mercy. And uh, so, of course, uh, yesterday you heard uh, it was uh, giving uh, food to the hungry. And so the second one is to give a drink to the thirsty. And we'll be looking at that. Of course, uh, you heard it this morning. And so we'll bring you to, uh, to you again uh, this afternoon, just after half past two. What does it mean to actually give drink to the thirsty? And why is it important uh, that we do that? Of course, we'll be joining Lydia O'Kane and Monsignor Kennedy, and they'll tell us a little about that. And that will be on the other side of this. <laughs> Join me, Father Smidomgadi, every Thursday morning from 10 to 11 on Focus on the Conference, the show where we discuss the works of the Bishops' Conference. Hi, I'm Ariella van der Bolt. And I'm Taryn Lazarus. And you can listen to us every Wednesday evening between 7 and 8 p.m. on Catholic Culture Vulture. We'll have green fingers. We'll have trivia. We'll have soul providers. We'll have traditional tongues. And most importantly, we'll, we'll have, have laughs. <laughs> And it's half past two here on Radio Veritas, uh, 5.76am uh, on uh, Soft Options, the show that's more than a cure on top with me, Khanya Ditaabe. And so, as I said, today we look at uh, the second corporal work of mercy. Welcome to Putting Mercy to Work, the series of programs on the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. I am joined by Monsignor John Kennedy, an official at the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. Now, Monsignor Kennedy, we're looking today at the second corporal work of mercy. What is that second corporal work of mercy? Your second corporal work of mercy is to give drink to the thirsty. One thing we all understand is 
what it's like to be thirsty. When Jesus gave us this commandment to give uh, drink to, to the thirsty, we have to realize that things were not as easy 2,000 years ago. And Jesus recognized that in giving a person a drink of water who was thirsty was something more than just important, I would say, in critical thing, really. Important enough to make it a precept or a commandment from his point of view. So it's a very basic thing to do, and at the same time, it's incredibly vital. It does seem amazing in 2015 to hear an expression, to hear about giving water to a person. But we have to ask the question, do most people have access to water? Well, drinking water, or in other words, water that's safe enough to drink and to use in food preparation, is available to most people these days. Now, before I sort of came into the studio, I had to do some research and I found that figures dating to 2012 say that most people have access to drinking water. That would be about 89%. But when you break that down, because that all sounds very positive, and you say, well, what's the problem? It does sound a bit idealistic, because four billion people in the world have access to tap water, whereas 2.3 billion people actually have to go and fetch their water, go to wells or to public taps. So let's just put six people in a room together. Four of us can run a tap and two of us have to go and carry water or transport it. And you can imagine how difficult that is, particularly in warm countries. What about the rest of the world? Well, there's still a lot of contaminated water, which people, I suppose, they've no choice but to drink it and consume it. And by doing that, this can cause them enormous amounts of infections and many, many serious health conditions. We know them, we're familiar with them. Diarrhea, cholera, typhoid. It's amazing to consider that while we can... You've got a bottle of water here beside your microphone, but there are more than a half of a million deaths each year caused by polluted water. So if you want to put it simply, no, giving a glass of water to somebody who's thirsty is certainly not out of date. And I think that more steps are needed in our modern, fantastic world so that everybody on the planet has sufficient clean water for their needs. So what you're saying is the commandment to give water to the thirsty really means more than giving a drink of water. What you're saying is it means giving a person, giving families, the basic level of quality of life that everyone should enjoy. Absolutely correct. We know that water is essential for life. How often do I turn on my tap or open up a bottle of water and, you know, I go to the bar and I have a coffee. Do I think about the water that I'm using? Or I wash my clothes or wash my dishes and then I shower and I take a bath. We all use lots and lots and lots of water when you think about it. And actually, here's a thought now. The planet uses the same water over and over again. It's not as if we're importing water from Mars or from somewhere out in space. There's this great miracle of nature that what I'm drinking from the tap today was perhaps in a river yesterday and may become part of a bottle of wine or a bottle of milk that I'll consume next year. And let's take it down to even more practical level. My own body is made up of so much water. I think it's about 60% in men and 55% in women. It's even greater with infants. They're about 70 to 80% water, whereas the elderly are about 45% water. So what we're saying in this commandment to give water to people is actually a commandment to say, help people how to live. Let's actually help each other out and give each other what we need to survive.
Perhaps we can take a look now at some biblical texts in which the command is spelled out. Yes, well, probably the most immediate text that comes to mind, and it's one we've been quoting in the other programs, is this famous text in Matthew chapter 25, where Jesus condemns in very strong language those who don't either recognize him and who don't come to the assistance of those in his name when they have different moments and needs. So what we're speaking in relation to water is, his words are, I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. In the Old Testament, there are many other beautiful texts. I'm thinking immediately of the book of Proverbs in the chapter 25, verse 21, which says, If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. That's kind of radical. I mean, if he's your enemy, you want him to go away. You don't want to sustain and nourish him. But there's the, the radical nature of the gospel and the Bible teaching. Well, on a practical level, how do we apply this teaching to our lives? Well, how much time have you got? Because I can give you so many examples, but let's just, for the shortness of our program, some simple ways. I think it's good to educate ourselves about the precious resource, which is water. When we use our voices and when we use our votes to petition and maybe even pressure our local and our national politicians to ensure that the water in our area and in our country is used wisely, then we're actually taking this commandment seriously. We can also insist as voters, as citizens, that adequate preventive measures are taken, for example, if we're talking about engineers and architects, to ensure that the water table and the wells are not polluted or destroyed. And then on another political level, we can ensure that future generations will have clean water by voting and supporting clean water policies. Practically, if you live near a river and you see that it's a bit dirty, there's maybe rubbish or something floating around, we could actually clean it up. I was walking uh, recently and there was a group of people, it was in Tuscany, and they were actually out cleaning for an hour, filling bags with rubbish and trash, and then they were dumping it and going to Mass. So they were cleaning the environment and then they were going to pray to God. We could also, if you have children, teach your children never to pollute waterways. Don't allow your children to throw things into rivers. And we can show them how to dispose of things properly because some things need to be disposed of, not by just throwing them away. And let's maybe take a third example. Let's go to your home, for example. We can make our own contributions to the effort to preserve clean, fresh water by using maybe laundry detergents that are environmentally friendly, not too harsh, for example, or by trying to be moderate in the amount of water that we use to uh, water our lawns or our flowers. And a very simple way when you go home is maybe don't let the tap run when you're washing your teeth. We often see images on television which involve water, either the surplus of water when there are floods and typhoons, or even the shortage of water in cases of drought. How does this teaching apply in these situations? Well, in a disaster, whether it's a drought or a flood, the basic needs of most people in that situation is water. And then in a crisis, water donations are possible through the uh, activities of relief agencies. And at times like this, they really need our immediate support. So a small but rather symbolic but effective act could be if I maybe forego my morning coffee for a day or perhaps for a week, and I donate the money that I would usually spend giving it to the charity so that they can provide water. If we did it consistently, it would provide a steady flow of resources in those circumstances. Some parishes I know have mission churches and they're twinned with the parish in a developing country. 
So perhaps a project to dig a well or to irrigate land could be a really practical way of helping. And if you find that there's no project in your parish, maybe speak to your parish council or your leadership team and see, would it be feasible, would it be something that you could do? Wasn't there a case recently where a patient in a vegetative state was refused food and drink? Yes. In some places, it's now legal to stop providing food and water to a patient who's terminally ill. It's barbaric, really, when you think about it. Or in a seemingly irreversible comatose or vegetative state. This is, from our point of view, from the church teaching, a serious moral evil. And the church condemns it and will continue to condemn it. You see, it's one thing to stop giving painful or medical uh, treatment to a person if the doctors are convinced that it's not going to work and in fact it might only increase the person's suffering. But food and water do not constitute medical treatment. In fact, food and water are basic human care because they provide the essentials that all of us need whether we're sick or whether we're well. And when a person is sick and even if a person is in a coma, the person's life has certainly not reached its natural end. In fact, it's not, you know, it's not the time to die in God's plan. And if that person can still survive with the basic care of food, intravenously or into the stomach, for example, or water, then we need to give this person food and water. We need to feed the hungry. We need to give water to the thirsty. So we need to actually be very clear in our minds between the distinction between treatment and care. Of the, of the ill and of the seriously ill and of the elderly because the importance to keep in mind here is that the natural end of life is something which will come but it shouldn't be hastened through lack of care. On a final note, Monsignor Kennedy, can we say that water is life? Yes. Um, the right to life, like water, that flows from a source out towards the open sea, according to the Church, extends from conception to natural end. As Jesus would say in that gospel, which we quote so often, um, that whatever you do to the least of my brethren, you do to me. And so whether we're talking here about the unborn children in the womb or the terminally ill or those who are comatose at any stage in their life, nearing their journey's end, we can be witnesses in our lives to our family and to our friends by sustaining and defending life, even in a gesture so seemingly insignificant as giving a glass of water.
Give drink to the thirsty, our second uh, corporal work of mercy here on Radio Veritas 576am as we build up to uh, the year of mercy, the launch of the year of mercy on the 8th of uh, December. That's uh, Stuart, Stuart Townend and uh, Fat Fish. Uh, that's uh, what <laughs> they are called. It's exactly quarter to three here on Soft Options, the show that's more than a chair on top. And so the question earlier was, uh, what uh, percentage uh, in 2007 of people needing HIV treatment in lower or middle income countries received it? Well, the question was either, is it 22%, 31% or 51%? And the correct answer there is uh, 51, uh, 31%. In 2007, antiretroviral therapy coverage in uh, less uh, wealthy areas of the world was very low. And uh, so the Millennium Development Goal number six, uh, combat HIV, AIDS, malaria and other diseases, uh, aimed uh, for universal coverage by 2010. And I think uh, that actually has uh, been uh, achieved uh, so far. But uh, just uh, in terms of stats, uh, South Africa has the biggest and most uh, high-profile HIV epidemic, actually, in the world. Um, in fact, uh, just the statistics uh, that were given by UNAIDS uh, GAP report in 2014. Uh, in 2013, 6.3 million people in South Africa uh, live, were living with HIV. Uh, 19.1% were uh, adult HIV prevalence. 340,000 new HIV infections in 2013. 200,000 AIDS-related deaths and uh, 42% uh, adults on antiretroviral treatment. And so as I say, South Africa has uh, the biggest and most high-profile HIV epidemic in the world. Uh, As I said earlier, with an estimated uh, 6.3 million people living with HIV AIDS in uh, 2013. And it also has uh, the largest antiretroviral treatment program globally. And uh, these efforts have been uh, largely financed uh, from uh, South Africa's domestic resources. Uh, South Africa now invests more than 1 billion US dollars annually uh, to run HIV and AIDS uh, programs. However, HIV prevalence remains high, about 19.1% among the general population, although it uh, varies markedly uh, between uh, regions. For example, HIV prevalence is uh, almost uh, 40% in uh, KwaZulu-Natal, uh, compared uh, with 18% in Northern Cape and uh, the Western Cape. And so that's uh, just a little on uh, HIV AIDS uh, in uh, South Africa. And I think uh, we just need to actually stand up and say, let's stand and let's my show me against uh, HIV AIDS and uh, of course, uh, the one lady who helps us uh, actually do that uh, very well is Swongile uh, Kumalo. My home is Lasele,
Radio Veritas 576 AM, And uh, so we've been looking at this and, uh, you know, the stats uh, so far in South Africa and uh, where the church is in terms of uh, HIV AIDS, uh, the pandemic in uh, South Africa. In fact, uh, just in 2013, between the 20th and the 22nd of uh, September, of January rather, uh, there was a conference and uh, uh, this was a conference entitled Catholic Responses to AIDS in Southern Africa 30 years after the discovery of uh, HIV. And uh, uh, some of the speakers there were, or at least the participants, were Cardinal Wilfred Napier, uh, Father Michael Cheney, Sister Alison Munro of the AIDS office, uh, and Bishop Kevin Dowling, among others, uh, who actually have been in the front line in the battle against AIDS. Uh, in South Africa and also in caring for the victims for many, uh, many years. And uh, these are the people who've been uh, really involved uh, in that. And at this conference, uh, Bishop uh, Kevin Dowling uh, actually uh, said that uh, he was, uh, he stressed the link between poverty and the disease and uh, spoke in particular of the impoverished women. Uh, who live in the illegal shack settlements among the mines, who are actually forced uh, into prostitution uh, to feed themselves and their children. And uh, Bishop Downing calls it uh, survival sex because the only means they have of surviving is to engage in sex for money with those who have the money, and they are the men who are employed at the mines or are contract workers uh, and uh, who have jobs. And uh, on the other hand, as we know, these are men who have left their families behind in other countries or in rural areas and spend months alone uh, in hostels as they live, as they work in, in, in the mines. And so, as Bishop Dowling says, you have this combination of desperate women, men who have money but who don't have their wives with them. It is this socioeconomic culture re- uh, reality that is responsible for the dangerous lifestyle of these women who just want to uh, to survive, and so and uh, so Bishop Dowling at this conference said that obviously then the church's response is to work within the communities, uh, trying to develop home-based caring projects and so on. But uh, as we know, about two years ago, the major change came uh, when uh, U.S. Uh, President uh, Bush uh, emergency plan for AIDS relief called PEPFAR. Uh, started to fund faith-based organizations involved in AIDS programs, uh, providing antiretroviral drugs and supporting church-based programs. In fact, uh, the church in South Africa was, the Catholic church in South Africa was uh, the first uh, to, uh, through this uh, program PEPFA, PEPFA uh, was uh, the first organization, so to speak, to actually start uh, ARV uh, rollout. And uh, that uh, marked a major change and shift in uh, perspective. Then the South African government came on board as well. And since then, a great deal more commitment has come into this. So uh, the ARVs or the antiretroviral drugs have enabled us, as Bishop Darling says, to save people's lives and to keep them well and able to work, support their families and so on. And so that uh, has been a, a major shift. And... Uh, also, uh, as uh, Bishop Dowling says, although the ARVs have had an immense positive impact on reality, uh, 
no one, uh, not everyone is receiving them. We did uh, say that earlier, uh, that uh, only about uh, uh, 300,000 people, I think, in, uh, in South Africa uh, on HIV, on, on, and 42% uh, of adults who are actually HIV positive are on antiretroviral treatment, or at least that was in 2014. I'm sure that number has uh, probably come up a little, but that was only 42%. Um, and so that that really is that. And the church is still very involved in HIV work. As we know, there's an AIDS desk at the SACBC. And you can always speak to Sister Alison Monroe about more on the church's AIDS desk. And she's at 012-323-6458. That's 012-323-6458. Bishop Dowling said when he was asked, what is the most challenging sign of the time where we need to be preeminently engaged at the present time and going into the future? And he said, it is the holistic appreciation of the total social cultural context of the AIDS orphans and child-headed households because that particular suffering, especially when it is linked to situations of extreme poverty, actually dehumanizes children in a terrible way and takes away completely any hope they have of growing to the fullness that Jesus wants for them. And he said, I believe as church that we should be preeminently in programs which try creatively and constructively to address that issue in the communities and with, with the communities working in relationship with our people in the communities so they can be inspired by us, by our vision, by our principles, and with them to look at what we can do, even with limited resources. So whatever you have, if you can help somebody, just forget, even for one second, their poverty and where they come from. That might be just one step to HIV alleviation. Veritas. Truth. The voyage of discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. Let us now join together in reciting the divine mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead. 
he ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The body 
Secretary General of the Southern African Catholic Bishops Conference. You are tuned to Radio Veritas. Good news for a change. Mankind is a great and immense family. This is proof of what we feel in our hearts at Christmas. Pope John to experience Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and the Gifted Folks, a musical and sound of talented classical crossover singers, songwriters and instrumentalists finally selected for the amazing natural gifts. At Our Lady of Cedars Parish, Woodmead Centin, on the 11th December 2015. This would be at 7pm and would cost you 100 rand for adults and 50 rand for children. For more information, contact Mahadi Butalezi on 011 663-4700 That Christmas carols with Radio Veritas and Gifted Folks on the 11th of December at Our Lady of Cedars Parish, Woodmead.
Jesus, 
29 minutes to 4 o'clock on Radio Veritas, 576 uh, AM. Jesu Jesus is coming. And this first week of Advent, of course, uh, that's exactly what we do. And we dance. We remember Blessed Clementine Anuarite. She lived from the 29th of December 1939 to the 1st of December 1964. Anuarite was born in Wamba, in the then Belgian Congo, and belonged to the Wabudu tribe. 
Her father's name was Amisi Batsuru Batubobo and her mother's Isude Julien. After having six daughters, with Anorite being the fourth one, her father, a former soldier, dismissed his wife in order to take another wife by whom he might have a son. Anorite's parents were heathens. Nevertheless, her mother was baptized on the same day she was, in 1945. Anorita's baptism name was Alphonsine. It seems she was even baptized twice, simply because her original certificate of baptism was lost. Anorita was of the Babudu tribe and passed all her religious life in Bafwabaka, the first mission in that area. At birth, she received the name of Nenga Peta, which in the language of the Babudu means wealth is deceptive. When she started primary school, she was registered in error with the name Anorite. That was the name of her sister. In her language, the name meant, I laugh to myself about war. One day, Leontine Anorite took her little sister, Nenga Peta Alphonsine, to register for school. The Belgian sister who received them, perhaps unaware of African ethnology and philology, or simply absent-minded, signed the little girl up as Alphonsine Anorite. Despite the reservations of her family, Anorite entered the convent of Holy Family Sisters in 1959 and took the name Sister Marie Clementine. Sister Marie Clementine devoted herself to serving others and working to make life more humane and happy for those in her care. In 1964, a rebellion broke out across the country. The Simba rebels opposed Westerners, but also indigenous monks and nuns because they suspected them of cooperating with foreigners. Simba rebels stormed her convent and attacked many of the sisters. Sister Marie Clementine was killed during the assault. Between the blows, she had the strength to say to her attacker, I forgive you, for you know not what you are doing. She was beaten and bayoneted and then shot to death by Simba rebels on the 1st of December 1964. Sister Marie Clementine was beatified on the 15th of August 1985 by Pope John Paul II during his visit to Zaire. To the left of the altar sat the elderly parents of Nenga Peta Alphonsine Anorite, who, at the age of 23, as Sister Marie Clementine, chose to die rather than submit to the forcible violation of her vow of chastity. Before a hushed assembly, John Paul recounted that the martyred nun had, like Christ, pardoned the soldier who assaulted her. Then he added, and I too forgive her killer with all my heart in the name of the entire church. The man, educated by missionaries, had asked publicly for the Pope's healing words. 
She was the first Bantu woman elevated to the altars. Her act of forgiveness and faith during terrible violence has been a deep source of inspiration for her sisters and many of the Congolese people trying to recover from years of suffering. The Anuarita Woman of Courage in the DRC Prize was established in 2009. The Anuarita Woman of Courage Prize is named after Sister Marie Clementine Anuarita Nengapeta to honor her courage, sacrifice, and strength. The prize is meant to recognize and honor the vital contribution of women to the development of democratic society in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Each year, a cash prize is awarded to a Congolese woman who through courage, hard work, perseverance and community service has helped to make her country a better place. Peace. 
peace and justice, freedom for all. Then shall the whole world live in harmony. Listen with the ear of your Yes, uh, let's uh, listen with the, with the ears of our heart, especially uh, when we have uh, those uh, who are sick uh, in our families and uh, those who need uh, uh, food and drink, as uh, the Corporal Works of Mercy have uh, spoken to us uh, these last two days. Give food to the hungry, give drink to the thirsty. Quarter to four on Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. on Soft Options. And so Pope Francis's uh, prayer intentions for this month of uh, December 2015, his universal intentions, uh, experiencing God's mercy, he prays for that, that all may experience the mercy of God who never tires of forgiving. Of course, uh, this month is also uh, when we launch the year of mercy, as called for by, by Pope Francis himself, starts on the 8th of December and it will go until the 20th of uh, the 20th of uh, November next year the feast of uh, Christ the king and then uh, in terms of evangelization intentions uh, pope francis prays for families this month that families especially those who suffer may find in the birth of jesus a sign of certain hope that's uh, exactly what it is. Uh, Pope Francis' prayer intentions uh, for this month of uh, December. This is still uh, Radio Veritas, uh, 5, 7, 6 a.m. on uh, Soft Options. And then let me quickly tell you of a few things uh, that are happening in the church. Of course, you know that uh, the Mini World Youth Day starts uh, this Thursday, the 3rd of December, and will be running until Sunday, the 6th of December. And uh, as I told you, we'll uh, broadcast the opening mass of that on Friday at 4 o'clock, uh, 4 p.m. here on uh, Radio Veritas. So uh, do stay tuned on uh, DSTV Audio Bouquet Channel 870 or here on 576 AM or live streaming, of course, on www.radioveritas.co.za. That's from the 3rd to the 6th. And then on Saturday and Sunday, we'll be at Sifako to uh, Health and Science University where the ICMA is happening, that's the Interdiocesan Catholic Church Choirs Music Association the festival is happening and uh, starting at 9am on uh, both days and tickets are only 50 rand, you'll get them at the door when you uh, arrive and uh, you can call the number 082-968-0600 that's 082-968-0600 
And then uh, we've just uh, received uh, a, a notification here at uh, Radio Veritas, somebody who's just called in uh, to say that uh, the uh, tombstones at uh, West Park uh, Cemetery have been uh, vandalized and so on. So I would uh, actually ask you if you have uh, family, relatives and so on at uh, West Park Cemetery. And uh, apparently it's mainly the Catholic site that has been uh, vandalized. Perhaps uh, you might want to go and check that uh, everything is still fine there. That's at uh, West Park Cemetery in Johannesburg, of course. Uh, if you have a family member there, perhaps a friend, or perhaps a relatives, and you'd like to just go see that everything is fine because we got this call uh, from uh, somebody who said that, that uh, tombstones have been vandalized at West Park Cemetery here in Johannesburg. When I leave uh, the studio, of course, uh, Father Tabo Motsehwa will be with you. And uh, that will be between four o'clock and uh, half past five. And today he talks about uh, the, uh, he talks about purgatory. What exactly is purgatory? What is the church teaching on that? And uh, of course, uh, if uh, there are souls that you'd like to pray for, those who've gone before us that you'd like to pray for, Father Tabo will make uh, time in the program today to actually pray for them. So do send in your uh, the names to simba at radioveritas.co.za. That will be the email address to use, simba at radioveritas.co.za. Alternatively, you can post them. Uh, on our Facebook page it's uh, Radio Veritas South Africa Radio Veritas South Africa you can uh, post them on there if you are on Twitter why not tweet it's at Radio Veritas SA that's our Twitter handle at Radio Veritas SA and uh, you'll be able to uh, we'll be able to read them uh, and uh, be able to uh, put them on air with Father Tabo Motehwa. As I say, that will be between 4 o'clock and uh, half past 5 this afternoon. Still on Radio Veritas, 5.76 a.m. Moritzi wa Radio Veritas yonokisitlolana sabatla se bo matjobo ngwana mashangwana atlo thato wa ga mokwena ari kopane la bobedi mongwe le mongwe go simolla ka ura ya bosupa go fitlela ka ura ya borobedi maitsebowa le ka tsazilana mathlatso go simolla ka ura ya bobedi motshegare go fitlela ka ura ya bone ari kopane go And so it's uh, the month uh, of uh, December, a month uh, dedicated to the Immaculate Conception, which is, of course, uh, celebrated on December the 8th, that same day when uh, we launch uh, the year of uh, mercy. And so the first 24 days of uh, this month fall during the liturgical season known as Advent and uh, represented by the liturgical color purple. And then the remaining days of December mark the beginning of the Christmas season. And so the liturgical color changes to white or gold, which is, of course, a symbol of joy, purity and uh, innocence. And of course, I've told you about uh, Pope Francis' mass intentions for the month of uh, December, that all may experience the mercy of, mercy of God who never tires of forgiving. And also that families, especially those who suffer, may find in the birth of Jesus a sign of certain hope. And so a few things are happening in December. Of course, uh, 
uh, on the 3rd of December this coming Sunday. No, Thursday. It's the Feast of uh, St. Francis Xavier. It's a memorial. And then on Sunday, it will be the second Sunday of Advent. On the 7th of December, the Feast of uh, St. Ambrose. It's a memorial. And then on the 8th of December, that great day, Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, It's also Patronal Feast Day of the United States of America. It's also the day that uh, Father Emil celebrates uh, his uh, ordination anniversary. and I'm sure many priests are actually celebrating their ordination anniversary because it used to be the day for ordinations uh, back in the day, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So the 8th of December. And then uh, we also have an optional memorial of St. Damasus the first on the 11th. And then uh, on the 12th of uh, December, you have Our Lady of Guadalupe also coming up. It's a feast. And then you have uh, third Sunday of Advent on the 13th. You have the Feast of uh, St. John of the Cross coming up, St. Peter Canisius on the 21st, uh, of course, uh, Christmas Eve on the 24th, and Christmas Day on the 25th, and then uh, immediately on the 26th, uh, that uh, great saint, uh, St. Stephen, a patron saint of uh, altar service on the 26th of uh, December, immediately followed by the Feast of uh, Holy Family on the 27th of December, and immediately followed by the Feast of Holy Innocents on uh, the 28th of uh, December. So, um, really uh, quite exciting times, I suppose, uh, for uh, in, in December. And of course, uh, in terms of the liturgy, uh, the Gospels uh, for the Sundays in December are taken from St. Luke, and they are from Year B, Cycle 1 of uh, the readings. So, that's, uh, that's, in fact, if I can, well, quickly just go through it of course this uh, 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 coming sunday the 6th of december the gospel will be about saint john the baptist proclaiming repentance Uh, that was the fun quiz for yesterday remember that and then uh, the following sunday the 13th of december uh, the gospel will be about the crowds questioning saint john the baptist asking him who he is and then the following sunday uh, that's when mary visits uh, saint elizabeth Uh, That's on the fourth Sunday of Advent. And then on December the 27th, the following Sunday, the Sunday after Christmas, the gospel, uh, uh, Jesus, in the gospel there, Jesus is found in the temple, sitting with the teachers, answering their questions. So something to look forward to this year. And we really hope you're going to be spending all this season with your family. Pope Francis initiated a year of mercy with the theme, Merciful Like the Father. The Family Year Planner for 2016 has as its overall theme, The Year of Mercy and the Family, Building Homes of Merciful Love. Every month there is a family-related theme, so see, read and share on the reflections on all of those themes. The calendars, Balfour Bulk Prices, are only 350 Rand for 100 calendars. Individual selling price, five rand each. Visit www.marfam.org.za 082-552-1275 Email me on info at marfam.org.za It's worth it to be merciful like the Father. Five minutes to four o'clock. Time for us to look at our press circle for today.
And so all the intentions uh, that were sent through to Radio Veritas uh, today, this month of the Divine Infancy, this month dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, including the intentions of Veronica, Tabiso, Kony, Zandile, Aleta, Beatrice, Gift, Margaret, Mary, Katie, Julie, Ingrid, Mkhono Harriet, Including the various people who are celebrating their birthday today, Me Magdalene Shimi Pate, Nozi Po, Bastian, we remember Ruben, we remember Mary Lobanke Mo Omore, Metandi Manzini, We pray for the repose of the soul of Charmaine, who passed away on Saturday, and strength for children and parents. This is from Jenny. We remember the intentions of Joseph Ramoroka, intentions of Denise, intentions of Muipone Lekhwale, intentions of Beatrice, intentions of Mary, intentions of Colin in Mondio, Intentions of Maggie, Diane saying, please pray for all with AIDS because it's World AIDS Day today. The intentions of Meg's, intentions of Criselda, Veronica and Pretoria North, Mercy, Greg and Ruth in the Cape, Rosemary, Lee, The intentions of Philomena, Paul. Somebody who says, uh, please place on the altar people who are HIV positive, their families, and those who have died of HIV related conditions. And uh, he just says, from supporter. Also praying for the repose of the soul of Teresa Ramashemola. And uh, today being a Tuesday, as I said, uh, Father Tabo will be with you between 4 o'clock and half past 5. Do send in those names and uh, he will pray for them and uh, that will be between four o'clock and half past five 
And I see SMS is coming in already for that. And so from me, Khanyadita, but for now, Yahaula, Yah, Yah.